Welcome to the podcast. This is episode, episode, one of the two, number two. My kids have Disney Junior in their episodes, so this is not an episode, it's an episode. That's interesting. Uh, isn't it? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst <laughs> intro ever. They're going to turn it off immediately. Uh, my name is Alan Garrett. I am joined here uh, by the uh, the wonderful to my right, which you can't see, but I can. Mitchell Lowe plays guitar. Uh, across from me, Mr. Jasper Jack, who plays uh, a bunch of stuff, but I'm going to say the bass, the dad bass. And the wonderful Patricia Jones. Welcome to the Hi podcast. Play the keys. Is that how it goes? Yes. So this is episode two. We done the first one. Does anybody remember what we talked about? I'm going to put you on the spot. You listened to it, Patricia. Did. What did we talk about? I learned um, all of your stories mm. and um, kind of why we do what we do. That's right. That's <laughs> on right. On Sundays. It's a good week. <laughs> we do this uh, for multiple reasons, and yes. we're going to talk tonight about uh, some of the uh, superficial, is that a good word for it, things that we might do, the unseen things. Or the things that may or may not matter as much. All that extra mm-hmm. stuff. Being too extra. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> too extra. Yeah. Don't be too extra for it. But before we get into that, I uh, I want to say welcome. This is your first time. Yes. It's all of ours just second time. But it's your first time. <laughs> Happy to be here. And I would like to ask, we were talking a little bit before we started, of kind of what we talked about last week, why you got into this, how you started playing piano. You mainly play piano or keys, mm-hmm. what you do here. You obviously sing, got a beautiful voice. Thank you. Lead the people uh, wonderfully, lead the team uh, wonderfully. Um, just kind of give us, as well as the people listening, a little background into the life of PJ. Okay. Um, well, I um, I grew up at a small little country church um, where we just sang out of the Heavenly Highway hymns. It was best. I love hymns to this day. Um, and I started taking piano lessons at eight. Took seven years of those. And my teacher um, always had me playing out of a hymn book. And it wasn't my favorite because they're really hard to do. Um, that and Christmas songs, not my favorite. <laughs> Especially out of a hymn book. You were eight? So. Yeah, no, well, I did, uh, yes, I, I started lessons at eight, yeah, um, and so she had me pretty early on learning how to play out of a hymn book, and so, um, anyways, so as the years went on, the piano player at my little church um, was harder for her to play, so they asked me to step in um, and play for them, and at that point, I knew how, because my teacher had uh, had me doing that for so long now and so um that was fun that was kind of how I got started playing in church at all um but it was just him so years went on um and then Kyle and I got married and contemporary worship was not very familiar to me um just because of the way I grew up. Um, and so uh, that was an interesting change. I instantly fell in love with it just because it was a different type of worship music. Worship had just had a whole new meaning to me um, from what I was used to. And so um, when we got married, we um, 
I started kind of singing as a backup singer. I, I just, I didn't play at that point because yeah. um, it was keyboard. I didn't play keyboard. I played piano. <laughs> and there was a difference in my there head. There is a difference, right? There's a big <laughs> difference. So, uh, so I was just kind of a backup singer because I had told the worship leader at the time, I was like, I, I just have a desire to help. So whatever I can do. Um, so then we moved. Uh, we moved to Fort Smith to help plant a church up there. And the worship leader that was going to be at that church said, hey, um, PJ, I'm going to need you to play the keys. And I was like, well, I don't know how to play the keys. I play the, the piano. And he was like, it's got 88 keys. You just chord it. And so I was like, okay, I can do that. And so that's kind of how I got started on the keyboard. Um, and so I played and sang up there. And then we moved back. Um, uh, the worship leader that was at this church, um, he moved after about a year or so um, to Little Rock. And so at that point is kind of where I fell into worship leader role there. Um, anyways, we moved again. <laughs> we moved a lot um, back to Fort Smith. And uh, I I wasn't leading up there. I was I was singing and, and I would play occasionally, but I was helping the two leaders that worked together um, a little bit. Um, and then once God called us back to Magnolia again, um, I worked with the worship leader at the time, um, just kind of joint effort. And then um, it just kind of evolved from there. So, And now the, the worship team looks way different now than what it did even when we came back um, for called pastor. So it's been great. Yeah, it's been fun. And you, so you, and you read music mainly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sheet music. Now I started playing by ear early on before I started taking lessons, but then once I took lessons, yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I was the girl that played the piano. That's, that's it. That was me. (laughs) And I know Jasper, you don't read music, but you do. I actually learned the other day, you've got tattoos, Mitchell, uh, about reading music. A little bass clef and a treble clef on my wrist. Yeah. Sweet. I didn't know which one was which. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's important when you're playing the piano to it know is. which is which. It's a big deal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a big deal. Because <laughs> one's your left hand, one's your right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Me and Jasper's eyes just glaze over. When you, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know bass clef, clef or treble clef. I know Y clef. Oh, that's <laughs> the artist? Oh my oh, god! I don't oh know who that gosh. is. That, that was a fail. It's <laughs> <laughs> like silence fell on crickets chirping. I'll just stick to <laughs> sitting quietly over here, not telling jokes. <laughs> I think Yay. I actually remember Shay saying um, she remembers me from the the fair talent show competitions because she danced and I played <laughs> so you, long you, ago. You became famous at the fair talent show. Oh yes. Yes, Come so on. so famous, so famous. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> good times. That's what cool. made you? Because we kind of talked about this, and I, I, I we were talking earlier. We could just talk all night about why any of us do this. But what what drove you to say to that worship leader, "I want to serve"? I had um, such a desire for worship. Period. Um, and I knew, like, I just, I was eager. I, I didn't know everything. I still don't. Uh, golly, I've learned so much from you guys, as it is. Um, but I just had such a desire and a passion um, to step in and just help and do what I could um, to see it keep going, you know. I don't know. I just, I, I know God has um, given me that desire, and I know he's blessed me um, with the ability to play and sing. And so I just wanted to be able to use that for him in whatever way that I could so you do and wonderful I mean 
Thank you. You've, you've got a you've got a gift that I don't know. I can't think of anybody else that has just the. It's, it's not anything you even do, but if you're out there and you just see you singing, it just makes me happy. Oh, well, thank you. You know, like, do you, or do y'all agree yeah, with that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I remember oh. even whenever Angel and I first started coming, we were like, oh, my gosh, who is that? Like, oh, like her wow. voice is beautiful, just her presence. <laughs> I mean, you. you just see the Lord thank coming you. through you, but oh, yes. it's just you. gifted you so well, like thank so much. You. I, that means a lot. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, and it's a gifting that's it's not necessarily, I mean, you're very talented, but it's not a talented part that shines. It is, uh, your voice is beautiful, your playing is beautiful, but it is just something it's well, not something. It is the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is all it is yeah. that just Thank shines, you. and you sing, and you're happy, and you're smiling, and you're just like, I want to sing with her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just want to sing you. with yeah. her. <laughs> it's, just, it's one of those things where it's like you, you always see this with with how the Lord gifts people. There's a certain style that comes out that just always hits your heart, and it doesn't take much of what you do. Like you just play a few chords and just sing the way you do, the way the Lord's gifted you, and it just hits your heart. Like, I mean, do you agree? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You, you can't see me at home, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to speak. I guess. <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. It is It is definitely, um, it's just a humbling experience to literally to be a part of this team um, because we all just, we're just family. I mean, we are, yeah. and we gel so well together, and we all have the same passions for the Lord mm-hmm. first, and then for music, for worship, and, and so it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a blessing and an honor to be a part of this team, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Coffee comes yeah. close to being a third. Of course. <laughs> yes. yeah. It is uh, It is 9.48 p.m., and I think I'm on my third cup <laughs> right now. Yes. <laughs> Coffee by Jasper. Thank yes. you, Jasper. Right. Thank you so buddy. much. That is the best cup of great value coffee you'll ever have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still better than the Keurig, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> Not wrong. Well, what we wanted to kind of thank you for sharing all that. Thank you. Uh, number one, everybody's got a story, and eventually we would like to get more of our team just to tell the story because I do believe in, uh, well, in, in, in the story that we all have that's unique and individual but it all plays into the grand story of serving, in our case, serving the people of this church when they come and leading them to hopefully hear the word of God through song and be able to sing it and encourage one another, to sing it out to the Lord, to confess truths to the Lord, to just proclaim truths about the Lord and to the Lord. Um, and we're all gifted different ways in that. And that's okay. It's good. And if we don't just talk about it, it's easy to only feel like a piano player or only feel like a bass player or I only feel like a guitar player in my, or, you know, in my case, just acoustic, uh, you know, or, or singer or whatever it is that you do. Um, but there's all, all, there's a bunch of other stuff. And that's what we were going to talk about a little bit tonight is uh, I was, and I'll, I'll set up this of why I want to talk about this. So I met with somebody not too long ago. And I love how they approached it. They just bluntly, I was just asking how they serve on the team. And I was like, how's everything going? And they very bluntly asked. They said, I think it's going good. Uh, I just always have questions of like, why do you do the, the, the superficial stuff that you do? And I kind of smiled because I think I, I thought I knew what he meant. And so I was like, what do you mean? And he, he talked about things like the we wear these weird headphones. And I don't understand why you wear headphones. And 
sometimes we control a pad from the we use ProPresenter and we embed our pads within the slides and so and sometimes I'll tell them to change those keys and and why do we use that and why why do we uh, we have a track that plays every and just why do we do all that kind of stuff and it, it took a back at first excuse me and uh but it's a really good question that's a great question of why do we do this kind of stuff that's not wrong to think about those things uh, I think the majority of people have no idea the time that we try to put into it or the technology behind it behind what makes even these mics work right now and why any of that stuff's important and so um why do we do that kind of stuff is it important and uh i think we were how did we phrase it earlier jasper you were better at writing this stuff down than me as far as the lord being sufficient oh yeah so so kind of the the basic argument here is if god is all sufficient then why do we put all this effort into each worship service? Um, so we were talking about maybe, um, rather than saying sufficient, uh, the the way to approach this is if God is supposed to be all we really need, like God is enough, like we shouldn't really need God plus anything else, you know? So sure. if God's enough, why all why add all this stuff? You know, why not just just get up and sing about Jesus, you know, that kind of thing. So like, what's the, what's get up the thing about Jesus? Yeah. 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 So what's the point in all the extras, all this other stuff we put into it, you know, is, are we trying to make a, like a big production out of things or like, what's the, what's the point behind it all? So it's going to be fun to talk about. Um, it's a good question. Do we want to throw out some examples? You already did with click track, um, pads, the inner monitors. We have a confidence monitor that the, right. yes. the singers can see in the back of the sanctuary. Why don't we do that? And we were talking about Patricia having just raw talent and great stage presence. But why is it important to smile and have stage presence? Mm. Like, are we trying to put on a performance for people up there? Like, does that matter? So I think it does, but I don't think it's for performance. So let's get into that. Like, why do we do these things? Yeah. Yeah, come on. Somebody go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will definitely say it is not a performance, and that is one thing we stress all the time um, with the team in general and with anybody that's new to the team. We, we stress them. We, you know, we are here to lead worship to the Lord um, and to lead our congregation in that, um, not perform. Yeah. But having these things, and I was telling these guys earlier, having this stuff for me personally, um, it makes it easier for me to have a level of confidence when we're playing that I'm going to be on the tempo um, so that I can focus more on leading because if I don't and I am nervous about whether I'm going to start a song too so, uh, too slow or too fast, I'm going to get in my head because my human side is going to come out and I'm going to want to not be a distraction to those out there if I mess up. And so it's just these things help me um, have that level of confidence to play without being so stressed out because, like I said, my human side will get the best of me sometimes. So, if that makes sense, yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think it does. I think it makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think one of the big motivators in why we uh, do all of these things, just to sum it all up, is that, like we were talking about earlier, um. Mitchell brought up Colossians 3.23. You know, we want to do everything we do as if we're doing it for the Lord. So we want to put our best effort forward. And we think by using some of these things and doing some of these things, that helps us be better as a team, which now allows us to lead people better in worship. 
Um, that, that's a key thing. Like we're not here. Half of it is us getting up there and worshiping, but we have to keep in mind we're not there just for ourselves. We're trying to lead our people too. Oh, so right. these things help us lead them. So we we believe these things all go into helping us do a better job of leading people and and sing with the best of our ability and play and all of those things. So. I mean, you know, you get a scenario where somebody comes in and uh, they're kind of on the edge of life, if you will, where they're just kind of really vulnerable. They really don't know what's going on, what's happening. Um, and we, we want to present the Lord as well as we possibly can with extreme excellence. And I would hate for a wrong note of mine to come out, then be in this moment of worship where they're connecting with the Lord and then they get distracted <laughs> immediately. And then, then they get in their head and, you know, you, you, you can have that argument of, well, you know, they should be focusing, but you know, there's all these people who are vulnerable and in, in places where they're, they're in need of people who are leading them well with excellence. And right. I mean, I feel like we use things like click track and pads and stuff like that to be able to make sure that we are always on our like P's and Q's, if you will, to be able to make the experience as smooth as possible mm -hmm. for people. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and praise the Lord that he works in spite of, our bad notes. Yeah, yeah, sure. of course. Yeah. And I in spite every of, Sunday. yeah, and in spite <laughs> of uh, of things not going right, but but that is still not a. It's not a reason to not try. Sure. And, yeah. You know, and yeah. it, and it's so. Yeah, on the one hand, is us playing bad? Is that is that you know? Can the world? Can the Lord still work? There's been Sundays that we probably all would would agree with that. You might feel you've done terrible, and then somebody comes up or said something afterwards, and you're like. Did you not hear what just happened? It was, it was, it was horrible. Yeah. Like we messed yeah. this up and my brain's going, I did this and maybe I said the wrong word or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so praise the Lord that, 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 that we don't save people because how awesome we are. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sure. But that still gives no reason to not do the very best we can because I think that's a very good point. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've walked into places and uh, whether it be a, a, a movie or a TV show or something, and if, if something distracts me or if it's just bad, mm -hmm. hey, people that sing in church can be bad, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. And um, YouTube it, if not, <laughs> if you're not sure. Yeah. Uh, Look up Ocean's Drummer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, yes. I would, you know, the Lord would have to really be working on me because I would probably just laugh the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a real thing that, that we battle. But so, okay, what do we mean by pads? Like, so maybe, maybe you're listening to this and you're not like, what is a pad? What are we even talking about? <laughs> what, what do we mean by pads? So the way I tried to explain that to uh, a guy just this past Sunday, actually, after worship, uh, we, were, we were talking about inner monitors and stuff like that. And we got on this subject and I said, like pads, you know, and he just kind of looked at me cross-eyed and I said, right. okay, for you, a non-musician, that's that almost like sound effect you hear coming out of the speakers, like between songs. It's like this angelic, like, oh. yeah. It's like, that's called pads. And it's like, you know, it makes a huge difference. You don't think it does, but just turn them off in one of those transitions yeah. and see what happens. What difference yeah. does it make? It's a good question. Ooh. Fantastic question. Ooh. 
and the room fell silent because we have no pads. <laughs> Mitchell, insert the pads now and let me post editing. Uh. <laughs> the whole point of it, this is my view of it. Our job is to communicate the gospel, to communicate about Jesus. And so whatever can help the lyrics or if someone's talking be understood, if it, if it can help that, so if it can help somebody listen to what is being said. And a lot of times, even if you were just listening here, the couple of times we've had silence, there's just something weird about it, it usually. Is, it's a, yeah, yeah, a little awkward. Yeah, it gets, gets a little awkward. And, and if you're like most people, you're sitting there and maybe you're paying attention and it gets uh, silent. And then you're going to, if you're sitting, if you're married, you're going to kind of like glance at your husband or wife or if you're <laughs> by a friend. Yeah. It's yeah. just weird. And so something that just keeps your brain focused. Oh, I just hit the mic. Without knowing mm-hmm. yeah. helps with attention. Well, and, it, and it adds a lot to the... Um, I want to be careful how I word this because I know we can go way off and we're going to talk about that in a minute on how far is too far with these things. Like, you know, when do you cross over into that, you know, okay, we're doing this, you know, for performance sake, but it does help add to the, the tone or the feel or or the mood or what it helps. It helps set kind of a, a general vibe around worship. And so a great example of that's like in movies when a big scene is happening and there's just music in the background that you don't even notice but it helps add, it brings in like all the senses essentially to this, what's happening to make it tense. You take out that music and it's just that guy running through a battlefield with no music going, just huffing and puffing. It's <laughs> right. almost funny. Yeah. It's yeah. almost funny at that point. So like those background noises can add such an element to things like worship. And while we're praying between songs, like right. it, it just takes worship and kind of brings it to another level right. in my mind. So Well, you can look right. at it yeah. this way, like, you, you know, you say the word doesn't need anything because the word by itself is sufficient. But also we use paper, ink, and sure. binding to be able to carry the word. That way we can read it mm-hmm. and be able to get it from paper to our mind and in our hearts. You know, I feel like that's the same for sure. whenever mm-hmm. we use guitars and, mm-hmm. and vocals and pads and stuff. We are carrying the gospel in a different way mm-hmm. now in music. That's a really good yeah, way I like to put that. it. Yeah. 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 And and if it's if it's not helping us understand it better, it, it would be the same with dynamics in a song. So dynamics should always w- will build boom 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 in order to usually cut away as we sing out something. Yeah. With with the idea that it creates maybe tension or hope and that way when we sing and now we cut it there's this dynamic effect that now we're singing and it's just there's just something that moves within us and mm-hmm. the hope is that while when that happens we're we're hearing those lyrics in a different way than maybe if if everything you know if we play full on for the entire song it, there's just something that you lose the meaning behind what we're saying in the same way if a, if a preacher reads from his notes only mm-hmm. and never looks up. You could say the same thing, yeah. but yet if you can use, you know, just, just your voice and how you talk and learn how to say things in an engaging way, it's the same idea there. Yeah. And Paz just kind of helped with that. What about a uh, click? We're fairly new at click. What? Six mm-hmm. months in? Yeah. Seven. Something like that. Yeah. So, so click just for anybody listening that most of the people listening are on the worship team and know what we're talking about for, 
for the people out in the audience to click is. Yes. Yes. It's a wonderful sound. It's our metronome. So if, yes. you, yes. if you noticed us wearing in-ear monitors on stage, that's why we're wearing them so that we can hear that. You don't hear it. But we hear it the whole time. Sometimes they've heard it. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they've heard it. Yeah. 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 That's where I'm at. So yeah, click keeps us on time. It That's it. it. Helps set the tempo yep. of a song. I mean, it's just like the old school is it metronome. Yeah, that mm-hmm. people would yeah. set on a piano mm-hmm. or something. You know, and mm-hmm. I used to have to play with one of those. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. sure. Simply keeps us on. Yeah, on Basics. time. Just basics, man. The, and the mm-hmm. and the benefit is it keeps us on time, and it helps the people that are singing it. Um, hopefully, just never even notice it, and a song will just flow mm-hmm. and feel and not speed up and speed down. We've all yeah. been there where you're singing a chorus, and then the next time you sing it, you're way too fast and you're out of breath, or it's dragging, and you're like, "This song is so slow." <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, mm-hmm. man. So you said in ear monitors. Yeah. Um, let's explain that. Why don't we use Mitchell, those? Why don't we use the big wedges anymore? Yeah. So, so basically, what happens in that is that whenever we use the big wedges, it's instead of going straight into our ears, it's like it's like you know the difference between you using your n- normal personal headphones compared to blaring it in your truck. Instead of everybody hearing it, now <laughs> it's only you hearing it. And so what happens is whenever we have the wedges, not only do we have the sound going out to the uh, congregation, we now have this this plethora of mixed sounds on stage. And um, sound people just don't like that. No, it makes it really hard. <laughs> it makes it really difficult to mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it's hard for us to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're on stage and you've got a wedge, generally... Yeah. Just everyone wants to be louder. Yeah. <laughs> turn, can we turn me up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear them as much. Just me. Yeah. Just me. <laughs> and the beautiful- All I hear is the drums. Just turn me up in this monitor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the beautiful thing about uh, inner monitors is, is everybody has their personal mix. Yeah. Where they can mix sure. however they want, you know? Yep. How do you mix your ears, Patricia? <laughs> Probably not the right way. <laughs> I tend to have everything really loud. No, I um I do tend to have my keys especially a little bit louder because um, I got to make sure I'm I'm hitting everything the right way, you know. Um and um I have all my vocalists up high just so I can make sure I can hear, especially if you're leading and I'm trying to harmonize with you. I mean, I've got to stay on with you. I don't want to get I don't want to lag behind or anything or get mm-hmm. too ahead of you or anything like that. So um, I like to have my vocalists up high and I like to have my keys up high um, and your acoustic. So whoever's leading with me, um, I like to have that up high too so I can hear. Okay. Yep. How do you do it, Jeff? Yeah. Well, when I'm playing bass, it's very crucial to hear the, the kick drum because me and that kick drum are supposed to be kind of doing the same thing most of the yeah. time. So I need to hear it. Um, like electrics and stuff, I usually have kind of lower where I can hear them, but they're not super loud in my ears. I need to be able to hear vocals and like you guys, if you're leading so that I don't, I know that click is going to keep me on time, but I like to hear, because if I can't hear what you're doing, I don't know if we're on the chorus or the bridge or all that. So I have to be able to hear that stuff. But really, you know, some things that I probably wire in louder than others is like kick drum and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just to help that rhythm section stay, stay going together. Damn. Mitchell, what about you, man? For me, I'll I'll put my guitar up in the mix, rhythm a little bit below 
just so I can make sure that I'm mixing in with what the rhythm guitar is playing. And then I'll have uh, Alan, your stuff, a little bit below, and you and PJ actually together. That way I can hear the leads. And then I'll have click a little bit underneath that and then a little bit of drums at the very bottom. Mm-hmm. I have... Um I like this because there's not a right way to do it. It's just interesting to hear everybody's. Yeah, I have very little drums. If I any if anything, I have the overheads on so I can hear the hi hat because I can I can hear the kick fine. Mm-hmm. Generally, um, we don't have a big stage. It's not like they're on a concrete slab. Yeah, you know I, I can hear that that well enough through the overhead. Same with snare. I rarely turn any snare up uh, on our mics too. By the way, if you're just listening, we have kick, mic, snare, and then one overhead. That, that kind of captures all the toms, all the cymbals and everything. Um, uh, they're not caged. They're just out in the open. So I generally just have a little bit of hi-hat, maybe a little kick in there a little bit. Um, I have my guitar. I, I, ha- I keep everything pretty low. So I don't, I don't have anything cranked very high at all. My guitar is probably the lowest instrument in my ears. So I, I only want to hear the tick, 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 tick. I don't do a lot of picking. I just strum. And I, I kind of build from that. So I, I have very little keyboard or, or keys. I have very little pad. We have another a keys. We have, so they're both keyboards, but Patricia plays piano mainly. Then we have a secondary one that we've just started using that plays some pads, sounds. Both of those are fairly low. They're well low enough where I can hear them, but they're fairly low. Mm-hmm. we got click. Electrics are, would probably be a little bit above that. I've got usually a lot of bass. Yeah. And then my vocal, probably louder than most things. And then all other vocals way down <laughs> is how I do it. <laughs> all other vocals way down. Yeah. But yeah. but everything's low. So I'm saying that, but like so I can hear you because when you lead, I'm generally not singing a whole lot. And if I am doing harmony, when I sing into my mic in my ears, I don't, I still hear you. I don't overpower you, but you're not like just super loud, you know? So if you're going to talk while we're messing around, I probably can't understand a lot of what you're saying when you sing. I can, um, and like the other, if there's background vocals, just way down in the mix, way down. But I generally also use one ear out. Mm -hmm. So I hear, I hear the vocals mainly in the room. I can hear them in my ear, but I hear the loudness of them in the room, which is also probably not good for my ears. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how I generally, that's how I generally yeah. do it. So my mix is, uh, it's, I'm going to be at like, y'all can't see my hand, but I'm going <laughs> to be at like, if our volume knob starts at what, seven o'clock, mm-hmm. I'm going to be at like 10. Yeah. And then that's, that's about it. Very low. Yeah. Which is yeah. weird. Probably. But yeah, I'm guilty of doing the one ear out thing. And I think it's mainly just cause I have my amp right beside me as well. So yeah. I always like to hear it like directly from the amp yeah so i used to do one ear out but now i do both yeah and i crank that click up just to make sure i'm yeah. gonna stay on yeah i do have yes. the click i have the click uh i have to <laughs> i have the click is probably the loudest thing in my my head generally yeah so what about um pj talk mm-hmm. to us a little bit about stage presence and why it's important to smile okay. and not just stand there and stare at our paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like um, for me, I, I mean, I, I'm genuinely happy to be there. 
Um, and You're I'm happy no, to be everywhere. <laughs> well, I try, but uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, you never know um, who's coming through the doors on Sunday morning and who, who may need a smile. And, um, and I'm, I am genuinely happy um, and excited to be able to help with worship and, and to lead the congregation in worship. And I just, I want, um, I want to try to, to have lead, I guess is a better way to say, um, other people in that joy as well. I want them to, to know like, Hey, you're loved. You're, you're welcome here. Um, we're going to sing and, and this is, this is a safe place. This is a, um, this is the house of the Lord and, and we are here for him. And let's just, no matter what your week looks like, let's just smile about that because we wouldn't be here without him, you know, um, that kind of thing. And so it, it's just a fun time. Um, I'm going to smile even bigger when I do hit those wrong notes. Um, (laughs) I can't help it. Um, but you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I want everyone to know that, um, we're, we're, praising God and it's sure. it's good it's well, good it's, to be it's, here it's much easier to lead people in worship and for them to to watch and most of the time I don't think they're looking at us they're looking at the words you know but if they look at us yeah. it helps lead them in worship when they think you really are worshiping mm-hmm. rather than all oh, yeah. they're just up there like trying to fake it you know and, and right put mm-hmm. perform you know but and I think what's interesting on this is like it this to me like like this stage presence specifically just smiling while you sing, even if you're not moving around a lot or anything, mm-hmm. seems to make a huge difference in vocalists, especially. Um, anybody playing an instrument, even if you are singing, because you're moving with that and you're you know, you're know looking at that at times, and it's kind of like that almost is like you're out where you don't have to have a ton of <laughs> stage presence because you can kind of yeah. use that as a, you know, even as you're singing and things like that. But, um, yeah, so... I just brought this up with someone the other day um, that was for the first time ever is a young lady getting ready to go do a, a pageant and she was going to sing a song, but she's never held a microphone, never been on a stage, nothing. And so she wanted to come here and just stand on a stage, hold a mic, have the lights on and see what it felt like. And she was, she said, if I hadn't done this, I can't imagine. Cause I was mortified even standing on the stage in here with two people in there. Yeah. But, What I told her is I said, look, you know, stage presence is huge because I'm trying to help lead these people in worship. And if they're sitting out there looking at me and I'm singing how overjoyed I am about what God has done in my life. And I'm saying these things and singing them with this somber expression and I'm not moving and I'm just staring at my paper like someone just stole a cookie from me. That's not convincing. You know, we're not up there to put on a show by any means, but we we have to be worshiping. It has to be genuine mm-hmm. to lead other people in that. You can't lead someone else to do something you're not doing yourself. Right. So, That's right. Yeah. You can't lead where you won't go. That's, That's right. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. You can't teach what you don't know. Ooh. No. It's like listening to the Bible <laughs> app, and it say things like, um, and Jesus said, may grace be with you. And you're like, that's kind of anticlimactic, you know, or, 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 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I hate music stands. I'm going to go on record and say it (laughs) for that reason, Uh, because uh, we just look at them and I've, so this is what I've done. I've gotten rid of my music stand and I've replaced it with an iPad, which is just as bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just as bad. Um, uh, I'll tell you what's even worse for for me is the confidence monitor because 
I can know all of the lyrics, but if I read it, I'm like, it was the movie, Ron Burgundy. I'm just going <laughs> to start reading what it yeah. says. And just don't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, our job as leaders is not to just read words. It is to go um, lead people in this song. And, and, and as leaders, you know, if we want to repeat something or if we're going to, you know, do whatever, it's just to lead people in whatever way. And so our conf- and confidence monitor, if, if you're listening to this, is simply a, a screen that has the lyrics on it. Generally, it looks about like what the people would see on a projector mm-hmm. that gives the people singing confidence. <laughs> uh, what it, it just enables laziness to not have to know the words that you're singing <laughs> so you can read them. That is what a confidence yeah. monitor does. I'm still thankful for it, but that is that's well, really one the, what it does. One of the huge things <laughs> for that, too, that I'd never even I've, – I've never – seen that before until we started doing it for the vocalist what's really cool is it not only shows you what you're singing but it shows you the lines coming up next right. so you know they're they're ready for that next line you know it does build mm-hmm. confidence yeah it does sure. it yeah. does mm-hmm. but so how- it also builds laziness in me to sing truths like uh um uh, great things will be singing great things sunday yes. right so oh hero of heaven you conquered the grave oh here oh heaven you conquered the grave you freed every captive and break every chain. Oh, God, you have done great things. These are things that we really should rejoice about. It's talking about him conquering the grave, defeating yeah. uh, death. But yet I could get up there and say uh, and say stupid stuff all the time. But, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past me to start singing, Oh, hero of the grave. <laughs> and, you know, it's like I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Which is sad when you think about it, because we are we're proclaiming this truth that that's where that excellence, that's where that, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But Hill songs have uh, eight thousand words in each song, and sometimes that's it's true. just impossible. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I also use confidence monitor too for um, as like as a, as I'm playing to make sure that I am it, it, like so. Say we have a bridge that we do six times, like in Jesus paid it all. Mm-hmm. If I've lost count because I am in the song and I'm just like having fun with it, you know, um, I'm going to look up there and be like, okay, wait, how many more times are we doing this? Cause right. I've done lost count and I don't want to continue going when everybody else is going to stop. So, mm-hmm. um, so that, that helps me as far as just glancing, say, okay, we got one more time of that bridge and then we're good. You know? So yeah. right. I like having it. Yeah. Right. But no, Alan, I'm with you on the, the, um, not having your music in front of you like music stands because what that does what what i've noticed at least for me personally is if i know i'm going to have music there to be able to look at that gives me the the thought that okay well maybe i don't have to practice as much Mm. this week uh and then so it'll have that kind of that was last call for coffee last call for (laughs) coffee anybody (laughs) no um so if I know that I'm not going to have a music stand, I'm not going to give myself that opportunity to do that. I'm like, okay, well, I've got to practice a lot this Saturday. I mean, this Saturday, this Friday, just whenever. Um, and then if I do that, if I actually come in confident with that and I know my parts, then it gives me that opportunity to not have to focus so much on what I'm doing right. and to be mm-hmm. able to actually worship. It free, frees you up to just worship. Yeah. And exactly. Not, not right. Yeah. yeah, right. That's but when you can. That's when you can do like what Alan used to tell me back in the day, and just play uh-oh. what you feel. Like you're just feeling you know. it as you're playing it. You're not worried about getting it right. You're 
You've learned it. You know it. There's and some yeah. wisdom in that. Yeah, <laughs> sure. There's also some. <laughs> oh my goodness. Also yeah. some bad advice from Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a line though. I mean, at there the end is. of the day, you yes. know, uh, we've all we've got jobs, we've got kids, we've got family situations mm-hmm. that happen, and yeah. uh, so I, I I don't say that I hate it as like never do it. Uh, mm-hmm. In a perfect world, yeah, none of this stuff would matter. We could just come in and just make a joyful noise to the Lord. And his people would just sing because they're joyfully and they've mm-hmm. been studying the scriptures all week. And we've all just been focusing on the Lord and we're just ready. Um, but the reality is that that's not always the case. And we come in frazzled and we come in um, anxious and we come in having a hard night before or not sleeping or not feeling worthy or feeling worthless maybe would be a better way to put it, or just distracted. And so these things are in an attempt to just help us communicate um, the goodness of the mm-hmm. Lord. Sure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't, you know. I, I think that maybe the, the next part that we'll kind of wrap this up with with this is, can we go too far with these things? You know, I mean, is that is that a danger that you see in, in churches, in our church? Um, Jasper? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> no, not in our church, but yes, it can go too far, um, in my opinion. I know a lot of people really like um, worship that just has this great atmosphere, and and it's a very concert vibe. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with concerts and things like that, but I think worship on a Sunday morning uh, with the assembly in a church um, – Absolutely, we should want to do that to the best of our ability. I don't think that's the place for fog machines and strobe lights mm-hmm. and, you know, torches and flame cannons and all those things. <laughs> I, I think you turn It's hard for me to reconcile those things. With, yeah, it, yeah, it has nothing to do with worship. It, it yeah. And you're yeah. taking something that was meant to be a reverent act of praise and worship and you're turning it, turning it into a a sideshow, you know, it's, it's really kind of a mockery in a sense. Yeah. Now I know no one's doing that. No, these people are still singing to the Lord. Um, they're doing, and they're great at it. They, they put a ton into, they could make the same case for all those things probably that we're making here. But I just think uh, worship needs to also be uh, genuine and kind of organic where it's not so polished. It needs to be more, um, man, we're just here to worship together. You know, we're not here to, to put on some great spectacle, you know, I, don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong in that, yeah. but my thoughts. Well, yeah, it, it's a it's a tough one for me. Like when you look at fog machines or lights, you know, we we have windows in our worship center, so even if we wanted really cool lights, they're not going to show up. Some places you can, and and you can you can make the argument that it helps, um, it helps your brain, kind of. Uh, it helps the creative part. There's there's feel good that senses you know that you talked about. So you can make it, but I don't know. It it seems to me to complicate this um, genuine act a little where it's un uh, uh, I don't know how to say it, unreplicatable for if you're just you know a regular person that doesn't do any of this music stuff that would never listen to this to walk in. And you see this, it creates this expectation of, um, I don't know, just a bunch of stuff when in reality, 
it's just singing to the Lord. That's mm-hmm. all we're sure. commanded to do is just sing unto the Lord. Well, we're, we're getting ready to go to a conference here pretty soon, uh, T4G, and that conference is every year they do it the same. They're known for it. It's a massive, one of the biggest conferences, you know, the year every year in North America for Christians. It's, it's a lot of pastors that go to this. They're notorious for this. Every year it's one guy sitting at a piano singing hymns. That's it. But you would not believe the atmosphere and the sound coming. Because you've got a, we've talked about this before. When you have a room full of men that will sing confidently, yeah. women are beautiful when they sing, no doubt. And it, it adds so much. But like men can just. They bring power. There's when a, you've got oh. a, thousands of preachers singing with just a piano and sometimes just a cappella, man, it is, it sends chills down my spine. It's 10 times better than the greatest light show band, you know, rock show you could ever put on in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. uh, A big thank you to Patricia for not letting us go too far with this because you lead this, uh, this charge here. Um, I think that's, I mean, there's so much that I would like to talk about uh, that that I think we would just be here all night. (laughs) Absolutely. uh, My coffee's running, running low here. um, (laughs) And my sleepy time's running low. (laughs) Yes. But uh, any final thoughts? I guess before about spilt it uh, before we before we call this one a, a an episode done. Anything? Mm-hmm. See that silence? Did y'all feel it? It was weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got nothing, man. Okay, great. I'm good. Well, thank y'all for uh, for joining us. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this uh, again, our whole point is we just want to clearly communicate the gospel and what we're doing. So hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully this gives you some kind of insight, at least to our brains and what we are are trying to accomplish. So uh, go out and sing unto the Lord. We will see you next time. Thank you. Control the wings, the end of the world.